It is Midday Live. We have Tweed and Dr. Drew. We have Matt O'Brien with us. He is from FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform. And before the break, Leanne, you're asking him a question. I'll have you reframe it again. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just saying that it's interesting that the same people who claim that they want to help the, you know, the, the families and the children that are sleeping on the concrete floors are the same people like AOC that once you actually I'll go, okay, well, we'll divert some funds. We'll buy some mattresses and make them more comfortable, even though they're here illegally and they, they're, we're, they're entitled to nothing, but we're going to do that. Then people start protesting and saying, you know, we're going to try to put the company out of business that's just merely selling, you know, the mattresses to the federal government for the children. So my point is, is are they really concerned about the children? Are they concerned about their political ideology? Because I know what I see, and it certainly isn't that they care about the children. No, they're not concerned about the children. They are concerned 100 percent with their ideology. Uh, The Democrats see all immigration enforcement as racism. Therefore, they want to eliminate borders, which is absurd if you stop and think about it. President Trump was elected by the American people on a promise to secure the borders and put national security and public safety of Americans first, which is something that we haven't had since Eisenhower was president. Let me take a quick call here. This is somebody. uh, John, you want to ask about? Go ahead. I'll let you find the question. Well, uh, Dr. Drew, I first want to thank you all for bringing awareness to the inner cities. Um, I have a question about the border wall in inner city health. Do you think that um, the fact that Trump is building the border wall will over time help the inner city uh, health issue? Um, do you believe that? So John, John asked a really interesting question. So, so. Yeah. Let me put one layer on that on that question, Matt. Something that I've been saying, at least in Southern California, is that we are allocating tons of resources to the undocumented immigrants. We've absorbed over a million. Mm-hmm. They're all not living on – none of those are living on the street, and they're all getting free health care. Yeah. Hmm. And their sanctuary here, and they so, get driver's licenses. So how do, you, how do you understand all that? And then uh, how did, and his, John's question, how does it affect the homeless situation? Well, I think that is uh, the money that is being spent on all these illegal aliens is money that should be spent on Americans in need. How about the uh, wall, though? Is the, would the wall impact all that? Well, I think the wall would impact that because right now what happens is that the Border Patrol and ICE and all the other agencies who are policing the border are forced to be reactive. We have no barriers. So what happens is illegal aliens trip a sensor or they receive a report from a rancher. And they have to go find those people in miles and miles of territory. If you put up a border barrier, some kind of physical barrier, wall, fence, whatever, and you back that up with technology, then suddenly, instead of being reactive, you become proactive and you know where the funnel points are, where people are going to come. So that should reduce the number of people coming overall, which should then make more money available to address issues like urban health. And I think another thing to take into account is with the large groups of 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 migrants that we have seen massing at the border, most of whom come from countries where healthcare overall is fairly poor. We're seeing outbreaks of things like measles, mumps, rubella, cholera, and things that in the United States have been eliminated for decades. So this this is an issue that directly affects the public health of urban areas. Oh, don't even start me. I've been screaming about this for 18 (laughs) months. uh, I, I knew typhus was coming. I could see it because I've practiced so long in this area. When the rat problem exploded, I thought typhus. And I will tell you, Matt, the next problem will be Ursinia because yeah. it's endemic here, and it will happen. It just will. It's just the way we're biologically set up. Matt, John, do you have a follow-up on that? 
I'm sorry. I do. Um, yeah. Because I come from a prior, I was priorly drug addicted, and I can tell you that love is what got me out of it. So my question also is political correctness, could that be to blame if we do face an outbreak, which, I mean, from what I can understand, we're going to face that if we keep on. So my question would be, is it really our fault? Well, that's a, well <laughs> yes, it is. Of course it's our fault. Mm-hmm. We, we, we elect the people. Go along with we, it. We go along with the mob actions mm-hmm. and we get involved on social media. Ultimately, is us. Or, or the people that, that, that are just going along with it. We're not speaking out and saying, no, this is wrong. Or, That's or absurd. That, or, the, or that. Yes. Whatever it is, it's yes. all about us. Is it not, Matt? Uh, it is. It's 100% about us. I mean, we have the CDC, the U.S. Public Health Service. We have the knowledge uh, and the scientific ability as well as the money to be able to address these issues. But the caller is 100% right. It's political correctness that is causing us not to do that. And what's happening is we are putting Americans at risk of something that may rapidly get beyond our control if we don't take appropriate measures to address it. And, Matt, we are going to be doing, Leanne and I, something later in Washington, D.C., towards the end of the month, with uh, Fair is having a big radio media tour, and we're going to be part of that in D.C.